This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got mostly cloudy skies, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 4th of October, 2021. Rich Mulder's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have a little fog here and there that should burn off by mid-morning. Sunny skies, a high in the low 80s this afternoon. And we'll have a little lower humidity levels to contend with today as we start to dry out from last week and this weekend's rains. Tonight, clear skies, a low down to 59. It'll be sunny on Tuesday with a high of 80. And then the only mention of any rainfall in our seven-day forecast is on Wednesday, a 30% chance in the afternoon, otherwise partly sunny skies and a high of 77. To round out the week and into the weekend, we'll have highs in the mid-80s, overnight lows in the low to mid-60s. Lots of sunshine and clear nights. Right now, it's cloudy, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Mary Jane Wofford, who is retiring from Walmart. Obituaries this morning. Thelma Marie Barrow, age 78 of Conway, died on Friday, October 1st. She was a homemaker and is survived by her daughter, Gwendolyn Troilet of Conway. One sister, two brothers, three grandchildren, two great-grandchildren, and numerous nieces and nephews. Graveside services for Thelma Marie Barrow will be held Wednesday, October 6th, 10 a.m. at Oak Grove Cemetery in Bigelow, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Glendon Vincent Vinnie Bryant, age 42, died September 26th. Funeral services will be Tuesday, October 5th at 10 a.m. at Harris Funeral Home, followed by the burial at Oak Grove Cemetery. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Visitation will be tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. Mary Ruth Beck Mall, age 87, of Plummerville, died October 1st. She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church and the Sacred Heart Altar Society and volunteered at Sacred Heart Catholic School as a classroom aide on the playground and in the cafeteria. She served as the secretary treasurer of the Conway County Cattlemen's Association and when her children were young, she was a Girl Scout and Cub Scout den mother. She is survived by her husband of 68 years, Harold Francis Mall of Plummerville, son David Mall of Springdale, daughters Susan Brown of Stuttgart and Janice Horn of Moralton, seven grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Funeral services for Mary Ruth Beck Mall will be held Wednesday, October 6th at 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris and Deacon Steve Mallet officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The rosary will be held Tuesday night, October 5th from 6 until 6.30, with visitation following until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. The family asks that in lieu of flowers, donations be made to the Sacred Heart Catholic Church or to Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton. Christine Beatrice Sponer Ray, age 88 of Hattieville, died on Friday, October 1st, she was a retired hairdresser, a member of St. Mary Catholic Church and Altar Society, the Charismatic Prayer Group, and Light in Darkness. Survivors include her sons, Frank Ray of Jacksonville and Leo Tub Ray Jr. of St. Vincent, two daughters, Janice Wells of St. Vincent and Melinda Tanner of Moralton, three sisters, ten grandchildren, 29 great-grandchildren, and five great-great-grandchildren. Funeral Mass for Christine Beatrice Sponer Ray will be held Tuesday, October 5th at 10 a.m. at St. Mary Catholic Church 
with Father Jim Burney and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Rosary will be Tuesday, October 5th, 9 a.m., prior to the Mass at the church. Burial will be at St. Mary's Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Sandra Lee Shaw, age 74, died September 19th. Visitation will be held this morning at 10, with funeral service following at 11, at Trinity Lutheran Cemetery on Pettyjean Mountain. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funeral of Moralton. 7.35, it's cloudy, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. We'll have a high this afternoon of 83 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 737, cloudy skies, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. One suspect is in custody following a late-night shooting in Moralton that left one person injured. The Moralton Police Department is investigating the incident that happened Friday night at the intersection of North 5th Street and Grant Street. Authorities say one victim was shot and is believed to be in stable condition. According to a release from the department, investigators later developed information that Isabel Sanders was the suspect. A few hours later, Sanders turned herself in to authorities at the police department. She is currently being held on a charge of first-degree battery. An assistant jail administrator in Perry County is behind bars after allegedly helping an inmate escape the detention facility. The sheriff's office says Abby Strange had just finished her shift at the jail shortly after midnight on Friday, September 24th, when she assisted Sandra Rappold in leaving the detention center. Rappold was being held on charges of first-degree murder, abuse of a corpse, arson, and tampering with evidence in connection to the February 2020 death of Steve Faison. Authorities say Strange had turned off the audio to the door alarm and furnished Rappold with her jail keys to where she could open her pod door before the two left together in Strange's vehicle. The dispatcher on duty noticed the door ajar notification on the monitor to the women's pod and notified the jailer who inspected the pod and noticed Rappold was missing. The dispatcher then immediately notified the jail administrator who notified Chief Deputy Bill Finley and Sheriff Scott Montgomery. By the time Finley and Montgomery responded to the detention center, both Strange and Rappold had been apprehended and returned to the detention center by Deputy John Wilson and Officer Todd Bonds. Before they were brought into custody, Strange had allegedly furnished Rappold with a vape containing marijuana. Strange has been terminated from her position and arrested. She's been charged with impairing the operation of a vital public facility, permitting escape in the first degree, and furnishing, possessing, or using prohibited articles, all Class C felonies. Rappold has been charged with third-degree escape, also a Class C felony. All high school students in the five Conway County high schools are eligible for the Conway County School Counts program if they meet the program criteria. Students can get a jump start on a college degree or technical certificate at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton for free. More than $720,000 has been invested in eligible Conway County students since the program began in 2006. 
School Counts students receive financial assistance to help them earn college credit hours and or a technical certificate in one or more of the many technical programs offered at UACCM by taking concurrent classes at no cost to the student. Support for School Counts comes from individuals, all K-12 county schools, local businesses, community organizations, foundations, and UACCM. And the program has made a difference in the lives of students and improved the future of Conway County. Moralton High School senior Jeremiah Kennedy says the school count's criteria of quality, attendance, persistence, and goal setting have helped him be a better student. I've always been big on like attendance. I always try to come to school, and if I can, I can try to get perfect attendance. And also goal setting, sometimes I have to set goals for myself to work harder and achieve them. Classmate Wyatt Crow explains that school counts instills in students early the importance of developing skills and attitudes that help them succeed in the workforce. It really pushes somebody to make those academic goals a reality, and it really shows you like the grit of education. Like It really helps you get on track and make sure that you know what you're getting into in the future. School counselors begin early in elementary school talking about the school counts program so that by the 8th and 9th grades, Students understand the opportunities and financial assistance available to them. Many enroll in the program in their ninth grade year to take full advantage of financial assistance over the ninth through 12th grades. All Conway County school districts contribute $51 per credit hour for school count students to take concurrent classes at UACCM. In addition, UACCM and school counts split the mandatory fees, allowing students to earn college credit at no cost while still in high school. The number of active cases of coronavirus decreased in Conway County but increased in Perry County over the weekend. The Arkansas Department of Health says four new cases of the virus were reported in Conway County Sunday. There are now 51 active cases in the county. Seven new cases were reported in Perry County, where the number of active cases also increased by seven for the day to 43. Statewide, 486 new cases were recorded Sunday, along with 16 additional deaths. The health department says... There have now been 7,740 deaths related to COVID-19 in Arkansas since the pandemic began. There have still been 42 deaths in Conway County and 20 in Perry County. The United States passed the threshold of 700,000 COVID-19 deaths Friday evening. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that nine students have tested positive for COVID-19. An additional 23 students and one staff member are in quarantine. Perryville High School will kick off homecoming week with a parade and community pep rally tonight. The parade starts at 6 p.m. Members of Perryville's 2021 homecoming court include senior maids Avery Branscombe, Mallory Hawkins, and Aaron Tracy, junior maids Brooke Lovell and Melanie Martiny, sophomore maids Emma Hawkins and Meredith Pearson, freshman maid Ainsley Tippin, eighth grade maid Jalen Lively, and seventh grade maid Miley Dillinger. The homecoming queen will be announced and crowned Friday evening in a ceremony at Mustang Stadium prior to the football team's game against Two Rivers. The sheriff of Faulkner County is floating the idea of a half-cent sales tax to benefit the sheriff's department and other first responders. The Conway Log Cabin Democrat reports Sheriff Tim Riles mentioned the idea at a meeting of the mayors and the cities and towns in the county last week. Such a tax would raise $8 million annually and would be split between the county and the cities using population data to set the distribution. Riles sees the funds going towards pay increases, jail updates, and additional funds for fire departments. 
The president and CEO of Conway Regional Health System says pushback from the hospital's COVID vaccine mandates has mostly come from the community, not from staff members. The hospital put in the mandate in August, and after getting a large number of requests for religious exemptions regarding fetal cell line testing, CEO Matt Troop put out a form that detailed multiple common drugs that were also tested with fetal cell lines. Troop told a trade publication only a few employees signed the form, but that he got the most response from people in the community, both positive and negative. Becker's Hospital Review reports that as of last week, more than 92% of Conway Regional's employees were fully or partially vaccinated. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. Burn bans in effect for both Conway County and Perry County have been lifted. Arkansas Blood Institute is holding a blood drive at Perryville High School today from 8.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. To make an appointment to donate, visit arkbi.org. Family Life Worship Center in Moralton is hosting Celebrate Recovery meetings every Tuesday night at 6 in the West Wing of the Fellowship Hall, and the class is drug court approved. And the Moralton High School Choir will hold its fall concert Tuesday night at 6 at H.B. White Auditorium. The Devil Dog Voices, Bel Canto, and Ensemble Choirs will all be featured. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 7.30. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, we have clouds and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatcher of Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Demarius Martin accounted for five touchdowns, and senior receiver Julian Brockman tied a school record with three touchdown receptions as the Marlton High School football team pounded P. Riggs 40-12 on homecoming at Devil Dog Stadium Friday night. Martin's five-yard touchdown run got the Devil Dogs on the board with 342 remaining in the first quarter, and Marlton put the game away. In the second quarter, outscoring the Blackhawks 27-0 to take a 33-0 halftime lead. Junior Caleb McEwen scored on a 19-yard run with 9.27 remaining in the second quarter and Martin's first three touchdown passes to Brockman from 29 yards out. Followed at the 3.28 mark, gave the Devil Dogs a 20-0 lead and was recognized as the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. And Martin waiting the snap, has it. Drops back, throws to the end zone, and it is going to be caught for the Devil Dog. Touchdown, it's Julian Brockman. Marlton wasted no time scoring his fourth touchdown of the first half after Jackson Linden's ensuing kickoff went uncovered by the Blackhawks and sophomore to Corey Kelly jumped on it for the Devil Dogs. 
at the period 19-yard line. Martin ran it into the end zone two plays later from 14 yards out, and the Devil Dogs led 27-0 with three minutes left before halftime. After forcing a period punt with just over a minute remaining, the Devil Dogs needed just three plays to go 62 yards for their fourth touchdown of the second quarter, a 20-yard pass from Martin to Brockman. A failed two-point conversion attempt left the score 33-0 at halftime. The Devil Dogs would get the sportsmanship rule on effect with 7.31 left in the third quarter, and Martin connected with Brockman for a 27-yard touchdown pass and a 40-0 lead. Blackhawks would get on the board with a touchdown on the final play of the third quarter and added a score late in the fourth quarter to set the final margin at 40-12. Martin finished 4-6 of six passing for 120 yards and three touchdowns through the air and added 62 yards and two more touchdowns on the ground to earn Colton's Offensive Player of the Game honors. Brockman had all four of the Devil Dogs' receptions for 120 yards and three touchdowns and had a big night defensively as well, finishing with five tackles and an interception to earn Colton's Defensive player of the game honors. Sophomore Logan Carter had four tackles and a sack. Senior Anthony Lankford had a sack. And junior Jackson Dixon had an interception and six tackles for the Devil Dogs. Senior Jeremiah Kennedy and sophomore Hayes Buckley also had six tackles. Junior Maddox Hogan was the team's leading rusher with 72 yards on six carries. McEwen added 49 yards and a touchdown. And junior Terrell Garlington had 48 yards rushing as Marlton compiled 241 yards on the ground and 361 total yards. Senior H-back Hunter Newsom led the blocking and was named the Conway County Farm Bureau Insurance Player you can depend on. Now 2-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in the 5A West. The Devil Dogs go on the road to face Farmington this Friday. The Cardinals were vaulted by Valonia 57-28 on Friday. Elsewhere in the 5A West, Harrison annihilated Alma 42-21 and Greenbrier clobbered Clarksville 34-13. Senior Colby Newman's short touchdown run as time expired gave Perryville its first football win over Atkins in over 10 years, 20-14 on the road Friday night. Now 4-1 overall, 2-0 in for 3A conference play. The Mustangs host two rivers for homecoming this Friday. Bigelow improved to 5-0 on the season, 2-0 in for 2A conference play with a 35-8 win over Yellville Summit on the road Friday night. Panthers host Mountainburg this Friday. In games involving other area teams from this past Friday, Hector crushed Conway Christian 46-8. Pottsville was mauled by Mina 28-23. Russellville vanquished Van Buren 38-6. Dover was obliterated by Ozark 55-24. Darnell was limbasted by Lamar 22-20. Two Rivers was pounded by Paris 58-0. Conway knocked off North Little Rock 38-10. Mayflower was blasted by Baptist Prep 41-6. Whitman jumped Johnson County Westside 47-8, and Clinton was sent back by Southside Batesville 35-21. In local action today, Marlton's junior high volleyball team plays at Little Rock Christian at 4.30 p.m. The 7th grade football team plays at Greenbrier at 5 o'clock, and the senior high junior varsity football team plays at Greenbrier at 7. The 8th-ranked University of Arkansas football team was overmatched by number 2 Georgia in every phase of the game as the Bulldogs routed the Razorbacks 37-0 on Saturday. Hogs fell to number 13 in this week's Associated Press rankings and will play at number 17 Ole Miss this Saturday. Arkansas State lost its Sunbelt Conference opener 59-33 to Georgia Southern on Saturday for the team's fourth consecutive loss. Red Wolves host nationally ranked Coastal Carolina on Thursday. Braylon Smith set a career high with five touchdown passes to lead Central Arkansas to a 42-21 win over Abilene Christian on the road Saturday. Now 2-3 on the season. The Bears are off until October 16th. 
Arkansas Tech picked up its first win of the season on Saturday, slamming Southern Nazarene 51-41. to Two former Marlton Double Dogs saw action in the game for the Wonder Boys. Quarterback Caleb Kennedy is 0-2 passing, but gained two yards on one rush attempt. Defensive back Alex Chambers had five tackles and one pass breakup. The Wonder Boys returned home to face Oklahoma Baptist this Saturday. Marlton's Kobe Criswell saw action for North Carolina. The Tar Heels 38-7 win over Duke on Saturday. Chriswell did not attempt to pass, but carried the ball one time for one yard. And the St. Louis Cardinals suffered a 3-2 loss to the Chicago Cubs in the season finale on Sunday. Despite the loss, the Cards closed the regular season by winning 19 of their final 22 games. They included a franchise-record 17-game winning streak. The game puts an end to a dreadful season for the Cubs, while the Cardinals advance to postseason play for a third consecutive year. And the Cards will play the Dodgers in Los Angeles on Wednesday in the National League wildcard game. And that is sports on this busy Monday. All right, Eric, thank you so much for those updates here. It's now 7.54. We've got fair skies and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. As we turn to weather for you now, a little bit of patchy fog uh, in areas of Conway County uh, this morning. Otherwise, uh, we'll see sunshine today. High of 83 with a calm wind becoming north around 5 miles per hour this afternoon. Tonight, it'll be mostly clear, low down to 59. Then Tuesday, sunny, our high of 80. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, low down to 60 degrees. Then Wednesday, partly sunny with a slight chance of afternoon showers, a high of 77. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, low of 59. Then uh, back up to 83 degrees on Thursday and then up to 87 on Friday as we start to uh, warm up a little bit. Uh, we'll see uh, temperatures up close to 90 for the weekend, but it uh, doesn't look like uh, we'll get quite there. Taking a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our Wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure 30 inches even. Our dew point is at 61 degrees. Visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 58 degrees. The high yesterday 81. The low a year ago 49 with a high of 70. We've had no rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. However, we got uh, uh, over an inch uh, for the weekend, uh, 1.30 inches. So that adds uh, to our total and that brings us up to 38.28 inches for the year. Sunset tonight, 6.52, and sunrise tomorrow morning. That'll be at 7.09 when you join us for Mornings in Moralton right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got fair skies and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios at 7.55. Our Monday morning edition of News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Monday morning edition of News Watch. It's now 7.57. We've got fair skies in Moralton, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. And we're back with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Lauren Brown on behalf of the Moralton Community Center. Lauren, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's always exciting to talk about youth basketball, and that's the first thing we're talking about today, right? Yes. All right. Yep. Well, well, tell us about uh, this next season. So, actually, youth basketball registration starts today. Okay. Um, it will run until October 25th. Um, 
this year we're going to be able to have our K-2 season. So we'll have our K-2 and then our third through sixth grade. So K-2 will begin in the middle of November, and then third through sixth will be the first week of December. Um, pick up registration forms at the community center. This registration will all be in person. Um, it's $60 for the first child and then 50 for each additional, and they must be siblings. So. Okay, gotcha. All right. And if anybody has any questions on that, they can always uh, contact the community center, right? Correct. Okay, yep. all right. Well, there's something exciting uh, uh, going on uh, in the process for the uh, Parks and Rec along with the community center. is a new program uh, that you've got for uh, different uh, sign-ups and, and registrations and, and things like that. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we're actually um, excited about this new um new uh program um it's civic rec and we will start that october 18th at the community center so it's a way of the public to visit our website register for programs online memberships view our our fitness classes and all that stuff um like i said october 18th um, any new members can go online and sign up for a membership or a program um, any existing members won't have to go re-sign up. We'll transfer your information over, okay. so that's nice. Um, and then we will also be sending out a survey to all of our uh, members to see what we can do to make Moralton Parks and Rec better. So Great, great. And uh, as far as uh, like the uh, facilities at, at the park go, like the pavilion mm-hmm. and things like that, you'll also be able to uh, rent that out, Correct, right? yes. Yep, all, right. all rentals will be online. So you can still do them in person, but... It's open to the public online, so it'll make things a lot easier for you. All right. Well, fantastic. Again, and uh, folks, will will that be like on a a website, or is there like an app to download, or how does that work? Yeah, so um, we will have a website link that we will be posting on our Facebook and spreading that word, putting in the paper. Um, We don't have that exact website finalized yet, but um, once it is, we will... um, market that so okay all right well fantastic Uh, lauren anything else going on that we need to mention not that i know of okay (laughs) all right again we've been visiting this morning with lauren brown on behalf of the moralton community center again uh, youth basketball coming up and of course so when uh, they release more information about that to new program we'll have it for you right here on kvom again lauren brown with the moralton community center and parks and rec thank you so much for talking to us today you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition